The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Outside the Spotlight with college football legend and actor Darnell Autry and football coaching genius J.D. Harris. Outside the Spotlight is your source for the latest news about what the stars of the past are up to today, as well as unique insights into the current worlds of sports and entertainment. Now, here's Darnell and J.D. Uh, and we are back. Uh, actually, I'm back. Uh, welcome to another episode of Outside the Spotlight. I am your host, Darnell Autry. And if you haven't noticed, we got a new intro to our show. We added JD on it. Unfortunately, JD is not in the studio today. Uh, I think he is going to the uh, preseason game for the Cardinals, so he may be calling in later on this afternoon. So uh, hopefully uh, he does. If not, oh well, it's all good. Uh, as always, we're going to start the show with a, a thank you very much uh, to my man Grant. Um, you know, he always puts together these great write-ups for us every week, and uh, you know, I, I couldn't be more appreciative. And now he's he started these um, these emails, you know, getting us hyped up and amped up before the with the show. So, you know, Grant, I really, 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 really appreciate it, my man. You've been uh, more than supportive, and like I said, as as you and I both know, we're gonna we're gonna light the world on fire eventually. So, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Uh, getting right into sports. Okay, so. We're gonna start with uh, Major League Baseball. As a lot of people know, I'm not, uh, I'm not all that up to it. I always, uh, you know, again, baseball season for me is just so long that I have to wait until after or towards the end of the season so I can feel like, oh, you know, now I know what's going on. Because you know, if you got you know, 80 games left or 90 games left or however many thousands, hundreds of games they got left, I mean, I, it's it's hard to keep track. You know, if you out, you know, 20 games and you still got 80 to go, I mean, that's that's a lifetime. So I don't really keep too much up on, on baseball until, like, towards the end when we start getting the playoffs. And, you know, I have my favorites, you know, guys I like to see do well. But, man, I mean, the Giants, and I know my dad is sick. My dad is a huge, huge, huge Giants fan. And Melky Cabrera suspended 50 games. Performance-enhancing drugs. Man, that that hurt their cause huge. I mean, you know, he was the MVP of the All-Star game, which now I'm sure a lot of people are looking at, well, if he's the MVP, was he on, you know, was he doing performance enhancing drugs then? Because he was MVP and helped them win. So I'm sure a lot of people are looking at him going, well, no. And, you know, they were trailing the Dodgers. I think they only they were trailing the Dodgers like one game in the NL West. So that that's a huge, huge blow to the Giants. Not to mention it was a huge blow to to, to Melky's uh, pockets. I'm sure. I mean, batting three forty six for the season. I mean, he was just he was going off like gangbusters, which is interesting because last year's NL MVP was Ryan Braun, and Ryan Braun also got suspended, but then it got later turned over, or yeah, got later got rescinded. So. Here's the here's here's what I'm gonna say about performance enhancing drugs. Okay, bottom line is is that they work, 
Everybody knows that they work. That's that's the issue. If they didn't work, people would not be using them. And, of course, nowadays they come in so many different forms. They come in vitamin S, steroids, and then they got the human growth hormones, and then they got these new testosterone things that are out. And and, and, and no one can deny that they work. They 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 work. Uh, I, I get the question uh, a lot. Well, maybe not a lot, but, you know, I used to get a lot of questions like, you know, you know, did you ever take steroids or did you ever know anybody that took steroids? And my response is two things. One, if I had taken steroids, I'd like to think that I'd still be playing. <laughs> but two, I, I'd like to hope that I'd be a lot bigger than I am now. Because, you know, in, in real people's size, I'm decent size. In NFL size, I'm small. I'm tiny. So, you know, I'd like to think that if I did take steroids, I'd be a lot bigger than I am now. Not that you know, not that I'm tiny, but still, I would think that I'd be a lot bigger, you know, then than I would be now and would have been, you know, much faster, bigger, stronger, faster, whatever. So, no, I never took it. Did I know anybody that did take it? Uh, you know, I guess, I guess throughout my career, there, there were, there were folks that, you know, you had questions about, you know, they would go home for the summer and come back, you know, 30 pounds heavier or come back faster or come back, it seemed like a little taller. So, I, I I don't know. I mean, but it's all speculation. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't have any names per se that I could point to and go, hey, you know, this guy or that guy or whatever. And nor, nor did I really care. I mean, in, in my head, I always was never concerned about whether or not, because I just had to do my thing. You know, I, I, every, every week in college, I always felt like, you know, I, I put in the preparation, I put in the work in the off season, I put in the work throughout the week, I put in the work in the classroom, I put in the work uh, um, on you know game films and things like that. So I'm, I'm mentally prepared and physically prepared as I can be. That's all I can worry about. That's all I can worry about. And and then let everybody else sort of figure that out. And you know, with the health risks that that are involved in that as well. And I don't know. It, it it just seems like you're taking quite the risk. But I get I get the risk reward though. That's the thing. The reward of it is is hey, I'm bigger, faster, stronger. Hey, I'm getting more attention. I'm being uh, you know I'm able to make more plays. I'm able to you know work out longer. I'm able to recover faster. And you know again, no one can deny that they work. So you know, it, and I think that they're only getting better. And I think that's kind of a I don't know, I guess it's a little bit negative, but I think I think they're getting better. I think that the, the types of drugs and the kinds of things that they're they're working on, it's it's getting better and better. And you know, it seems like every drug that comes out is harder and harder to detect and 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 gives you bigger and bigger results. And and I'm thinking in the long run though that until you know we get another ten years out of it or twelve years into it, you know, ten twelve years where we start really seeing the effects of these new and improved drugs and. The effects that they have on the heart and, and on the uh, on the brain and you know I, I think it's all connected and obviously if you're going to take those kind of risks and you know, put your body through that kind of uh, um, stress you know there's going to be some adverse effects and I think it's only and we're going to have to wait probably 10 15 years before we can see really what those adverse effects are to these new and improved drugs that are happening uh, and, and again I think it, 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 and not to beat a dead horse I think that the the passion for the game and the, the sheer desire to want to win, the sheer desire to be great and to be a champion and, and do all those things. And, you know, that sometimes that desire and that drive, you know, supersedes 
even yourself. You know, you, you, you get conditioned to be the ultimate team guy. And so when you become the ultimate team guy, you no longer become, you're no longer like an individual. You know, you're really thinking about the team and, you know, I just, I just need to get a little faster so I can be better on the front line or I need to be a little faster so I can catch, you know, balls and I, I need to be a little faster so ultimately I can get to the NFL and help an NFL team get paid a lot of money and, and be on the center stage. So, no one can deny that 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 sometimes the, the desire and the passion to want to succeed and the desire and passion to stay on top or to be on top for the first time. I mean, a lot of these guys, a lot of these professional athletes have been playing since they were kids. And, you know, there isn't anything that they wouldn't do to continue to, to live their dream. And and I you know, I, I understand it. I, I get it. I get the the willing to take those chances the willing to put your body through that stress because ultimately this is your life you know you're a professional athlete that's your life and and you want to try to maximize that you want to play as long as you possibly can because you just never know what freak injury or uh what kind of freak play could happen to you or or someone could run into you or what kind of block you're gonna make and you, you know dislocate a shoulder or blow a knee or or tear a muscle or whatever i mean but you know, so you want to maximize it, and people 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 take advantage of that. And and part of part of their view is that you know I gotta I gotta start doing these drugs. I gotta start. I gotta give myself that extra edge to continue to play, to continue to be, you know, dominant, or continue to be on my path to going to the pros. And you know, it's 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 rough. It's 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 rough. And you know, speaking of taking chances on one's future and career. I mean, Tyron Matthews, you know, LSU star defensive back, they call him the honey badger. Uh, you know, he, and I think we, we talked about it last week that he was essentially dismissed off of LSU. Uh, now they're defending champions. He's the man. He, you know, everybody knows it. He's coming in his junior year and he's got a lot of hype and a lot of things around him. And, and apparently he, uh, got popped for another drug test i guess at lsu and and they dismissed him uh they haven't uh necessarily announced where he's going to end up at least not that i can see anywhere i mean i know his pops has been on the rate on tv saying that they're not sure uh i know he's getting ripped by you know professionals that that are looking at him going you know you got your you know your whole career ahead of you why would you take these chances and blah 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 and i think you know his his and again i don't know him I don't know his situation. I don't know his life. I don't know where he's from. I don't know his habits and none of that. But it does seem like if, you know, you got popped for a drug testing for more than, you know, you got popped more than once, then clearly, you know, you, you, you think that you are above it. You, you think, oh, well, I'm not going to get popped this time. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to beat it somehow. And so he took that chance. That didn't happen. Uh, he got popped, apparently enrolled in a, uh, 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 actually, now the rules are saying that he got enrolled in a drug rehab and will not play anywhere in 2012. So, huh, I mean, very, very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. He was a Heisman Trophy finalist. Uh, he was MVP of the 2011, uh, championship game. Uh, he was the winner of the Chuck Beckneric Award. Um, you know, he, he, I mean, he's given everything. I mean, he's, you know, defensive player of the year. Um, he has that, what is that? So, you know, he, I guess now speculations that he may have interest in coming back to LSU, but 
you know, it's he's got a long road ahead of him, and I and I hope um, for his sake and for his health and for his his future that you know he this is his big wake up call. You know, I I, I had a wake up call in, in my career. I've had several actually where I had to decide, okay, so you know, what am I going to do with myself? You know, what decisions am I going to make now that are going to affect you know the rest of my life? And uh, you know, some of them worked out, some of them didn't. And I and I obviously hope for his sake that uh he uh you know he gets his, his world together. Uh interesting another interesting fact in college, uh, there was a wide receiver, Jared Fagnano. Uh Jared Fagnano, he actually transferred to Penn State, which I find very interesting as I think that uh there's a lot of people that uh I would think would do the other way that would transfer out of Penn State. But uh apparently it's um it was always been his dream. He's always wanted to play, uh, and always wanted to be uh, at Penn State. And, and and I have to be honest, you know, when I was when I was coming out of uh, high school, I I really loved I really loved Penn State. I really liked the tradition. I liked all the winning. I loved the history. I loved the uniforms. I thought Joe Paterno was a great coach. Um, and I, I'll never forget. I had a big conversation with my father one day. You know, it was probably my junior year, end of my junior year, middle of my uh, beginning of my senior year. And I actually said, you know, you know, I, I really, I really think I want to go to Penn State. I really want to take a visit there. And I remember us having this conversation, and essentially the conversation boiled down to, you know what? Don't even worry about it. Let them come to you if they have an interest. You know, let them come to you. And so that's what we did. And clearly, they did not come, <laughs> which is which is fine. I mean, it all it all worked out. But you know, I I I had a I had a thing when I was in high school to want to go to Penn State. I just I just thought it was awesome. And as a matter of fact. You know, I got one of my, um, my, my, I guess, what is it, superstitions or, or routines. I got one of my routines from, uh, OJ McDuffie, who actually went to, uh, Penn State when I was, uh, probably a freshman, eh, maybe when I was a senior in high school or freshman in college, one of those two. I read an article in ESPN or, um, you know, no, Sports Illustrated where, you know, OJ McDuffie, every, before, before every game, he would take a bath. And he took a bath and he cleared his head and he did, you know, so I started doing that. I did that every from from the time I read that article to the time I was done playing, even in the pros. I always showered or took a bath before every game. You know, I couldn't play right if I didn't feel completely clean. Uh, I was sitting there and, and, and during that time, sometimes I'd play the worst case scenarios in my head over and over and over again. And then just at the end of all that, you know, build it up to so loud where anything and everything could happen. And it just got so big and so crazy in my head that all of a sudden out of nowhere, I just stopped and said, but none of that's going to happen. And then that, that right there got me ready for the game. Right then and there, I was ready. So I'd get up, I'd shower. I'd, you know, go through all the, the things in my head that could go wrong, fumbling, dropping passes, you know, causing the game, you know, costing the team uh, uh, the win. And then I would be done, shower, go to the gate, go to the uh, uh, pregame warmups or, or go to the stadium. And I was ready to rock. So anyway, we're going to take another break. We're actually going to take a first break and then we'll be back. We'll talk a little bit more about. NFL, we'll talk a little NBA, we'll see what's going on in these preseason football games. Uh, we'll be back, we'll take a break. Darnell Autry, Voice America, OTS, we'll be back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
What does building a family mean to you? Nobody has experienced the pain and joy of family life in a way that Freddie Scott has. And his experiences in life, in sports, and business can help you create a successful family future. We'll cover many aspects of family building and management with a focus on fatherhood. Men and women want their families to succeed during these tough times. Our show will give you hope for the future and practical tools for a successful family. Tune in to The Freddie Scott Show, tackling the game of life, Mondays at Noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Sports. Tune in to a show about making a comeback and what really goes on behind the scenes with your favorite athletes and beyond. Listen for The Comeback Radio Show with Tony Farmer. A lot of people believe what they read on the Internet, hear and see in the media, and on the news. We're going to give our guests the chance to tell the real story without the extra hype. It's not just sports, although that will be a focal point of the program. We'll also look at the world of celebrities, music, modeling, and more. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Your Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. And we are back. Uh, I, I ended the last, last segment a little bit talking about Penn State and... Uh, uh, me being a fan or whatever. So th- their season starts on August 30th. So I-, I think they're in for a long haul this year. And I think they're on, they're in for a long haul for the next four or five years. So hopefully, um, they can get their act together as, as a program and, and, um, return it back to what it once was. And, you know, before all the chaos and all the drama and not during the chaos and all the drama, even before that. So hopefully, um, they may get back. Uh, NFL news. Uh, I'm, I, I love, 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 love this part of the season when there's preseason games and you got all these cats fighting for jobs on the field. You got all these young guys and, you know, fights happening in camp and, and, and people getting excited about, you know, who's going to be the next star and, you know, who's going to come back and continue to be the star and who's going to emerge. I mean, it's, it's just, I mean, there's just stories all over the place, which I'm, I'm super, super pumped up about, super, super excited about. And, and along with all that, you know, uh, there's the whole fantasy thing, which I'm now, I mean, a lot of people now know that I'm huge into that. I, I think I'm in three leagues now. I'm thinking, looking into getting four or five leagues. I just, my, my, my plan is, is to have similar players in all the leagues so that <laughs> when, when I look at one game and I'm like, oh, I, I hope I started him. I'm pretty sure that I did, or maybe not. And I have to scan through all my, you know, <laughs> all my uh, 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 teams to make sure that I'm, I'm, you know, picking the right players and you know, blah blah blah. But I, I love it. I, I, I'm super, super pumped, super excited. As a matter of fact, my sister just made the, uh, she put together the list of the big draft party that we're having. Uh, it's going to be, you know, the 25th, and and my dad's in it for the first year, and he's going to be a mess. It's going to be, it's going to be just so much fun. And of course, 
you know, I don't, I'm, I'm playing for leagues that I can actually earn money in. You know, I, 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 I've had fun with it. Now it's time to put my, 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 uh, my mind into, uh, put my money where my mouth is. Cause I want to see, I, I want to win some stuff this year. That's for sure. I want to win some stuff. If I'm going to win a league, I want to win some money. So, but yeah. So I'm pumped up. I, I, I really do enjoy watching the preseason games. A lot of guys, a lot of people are like, eh, hey, that's kind of weak, kind of whatever. You know, I don't, no one cares. And, you know, I, I used to feel that way. I used to feel like, wow, well, you know, as a fan, I, I don't really, I, I want to see, you know, my stars. I want to see the guys really go out. But I think, uh, one thing I did discover by myself is that I was watching a f- few preseason games last year and this year, and I began to think, and again, I think a lot about the young guys. I think a lot about the the pressure and the stress that they're under, and 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 trying to make a team, and and hoping that you know their dreams are are you know become reality. And you know I watch games unfortunately with both with both lenses, both the oh he dropped that pass, that's probably going to cost him his job, or oh what a great what a great catch, that's going to keep him in camp for at least another week so they can see him play in another game. And it, it really is pretty critical. And I and I make those comments all the time when I'm watching the games and you know, people that are sitting around me or people that are you know my sister or whoever go well you know what do you mean really that's hardcore that's really hardcore well i mean honestly and truly you know the nfl is you know what have you done for me lately it really is a right here right now kind of business and you know you you can look at there's tons and tons of guys that were that were hot one year fantasy wise hot and within the league i mean everybody's you know praising this person and then all of a sudden out of nowhere you know, not even out of nowhere, you know, the next year, the numbers ain't right, he's not producing, he's, he, you know, he's a bum now, he's terrible, blah, 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 or heaven forbid he goes to another team and, you know, he's not doing what he was doing at the other team, so they wasted a lot of money on him. So, you know, NFL really, for the guys that are there, it's really about right here, right now, you know, I gotta, you know, make my money, I gotta make my mark, and so I, I like to watch these preseason games and I see the, you know, the young guys, you know, the guys that are not even the young guys. I mean, the young guys in terms of guys that are first getting their guys that are getting their first starts, young guys that are uh, first years in the league, um, you know, all that young, you know, young guys that are starting in new systems. I mean, you know, Peyton Manning, he's not a young guy, but he's starting a new system. He's in he's on a whole new team. And it's really awkward, and really strange to see him in a Denver Broncos uniform. But. You know, he looks the same, he moves the same. I mean, you can clearly see and tell that, you know, he's only going to get more and more comfortable with the with the system. He's only going to get more and more comfortable with the team and the coaches. He's only going to get more and more comfortable with the fans and 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 so I I think I think Denver is ready to really really fully embrace him and I think they're going to get better throughout the year. Uh so it's it's it just it's an exciting time of the year for me. It, it really is, and you know, as we speak right now, there's two games. What? One, two, three, four, five. Well, it's the fifth game tonight. One, two, three, four. There's five games going on right now. Tennessee versus Tampa Bay, Buffalo versus Minnesota, Detroit versus Baltimore, Miami versus Carolina, Jacksonville at New Orleans, and every single one of those games has some kind of story, some kind of. Um, issue or, or thing to watch, you know, Tennessee, you know, you're watching Chris Johnson because, you know, he's had a down year and is he, you know, once he got his money, is that it? And, uh, I think Tennessee's playing, who are they playing? Come on. 
My computer's acting up here. Uh, Tennessee's playing Tampa Bay. And then Tampa Bay, you know, I was reading, I was watching something on ESPN and they basically said, hey, you know, this quarterback that they've got, that Freeman, you know, there's no more excuses. Is now is what, fifth or sixth year. He's got all the tools. You know, they put enough, you know, weapons around him. They've got the two running backs, Blount and this, this Doug Martin, and they think that they're going to be the best one to punch in the league. You know, you're looking at the Buffalo game. Buffalo's got, you know, Mario and they've had a, they had a nice little season last year, but can they repeat it? And of course, they're playing Minnesota, and Minnesota's got, you know, um, you know, AP, is he going to come back and be ready? And is Christian Ponder going to really step up and, and have a better year? Uh, you know, that's the story. And then you got Detroit versus Baltimore, which, again, Detroit has its own, I mean, tons and tons of different things. You know, is, is Dominic and Sue going to come back and be as dominant as he was last year? And is the defense going to be as dominant as it was last year? And is, is Stafford and Megatron going to continue to put up the numbers that they put up? And, you know, who's going to step up and running back? I mean, it just, the stories go on and on. Baltimore, of course, uh, you know, Ray Lewis, he's a story in himself. You know, uh, is Joe Flacco going to step up and be better? Are they, is, is Joe Flacco going to be the quarterback that's going to be able to get them to the Super Bowl and, and, and ultimately get them to the next level? You know, that, th- these are all questions. Miami's a big freak show, obviously, with the hard knocks. They're playing Carolina, so Miami just cut, uh, 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 they cut the guy, Chad Johnson, which, you know, the story broke this week, and they were like, wow, you know, and, and it was all on the shows. It was like First Take, and it was all on uh, Mike and Mike and Mike in the Morning, and it was on uh, Pardon the Interruption. And, you know, everybody was kind of going, well, you know, was it kind of rude and raw that Chad Johnson got cut on national TV, and, you know, he was apologetic. And I didn't really see it, because I really could care less. But, you know, he's apologetic and he was sorry. And then, you know, ultimately Philbin basically said, hey, you know, you just, this isn't going to work. And that's that. And, and I really didn't feel, I didn't feel bad for him. You know, I didn't feel like, wow, you know, I can't believe that happened on national TV. Uh, I, I think there's obviously two sides of this whole thing. I think Philbin obviously has to, he has to assess what's best for the team. And I think one point that was made on one of the shows, basically, if Chad Johnson was physically capable and if he was um if his skill level and his talent was big enough that they would have to keep him they would want to keep him they would want him to be an asset to the team if his if his skill level is diminished and maybe he can't quite you know live up to what exactly he you know they think he can then obviously they're they're gonna cut him and i honestly think that's what happened and i honestly think that you know, the other side of it was the earned antics, you know, the out, the off the field stuff. I mean, you know, you can't, you, you, you can't headbutt women. Uh, and again, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I reserve the judgment. Well, I didn't really necessarily just reserve the judgment, but I'm saying you can't have allegations out there about you and then people have to sit back and wait and see, well, you know, we're going to let it play out in court or not let the public decide how they feel about you. You can't put yourself in that position. You can't, you can't leave it up to other people to decide, you know, how they feel about you. I mean, I think ultimately you take responsibility for yourself and you just do, you know, you do you and, and, and know that you're a star, know that you're an easy target, know that anything and everything that you do will be on TV. It's just the way it works. It's just the way the media is. If you want to be on the NFL stage, know that that's going to happen. And, you know, you have to take responsibility for that. And, and, and be cognizant of those kind of things. And you can't make those kind of decisions. You can't make those decisions heated as a, you know, it, even if it's a personal issue, it obviously becomes public when it, when it involves the law. 
So, you know, I, I, I think, I think they got it right that they're gonna, I'm gonna wait for judgment to say whether or not he did or didn't do it until the court of law says he did or didn't do it. Uh, at the same time, I would not put myself in that position to even get to that point where the court of law has to make any decisions about anything I've done. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put my career at jeopardy like that. Uh, I still think that, you know, he can still do, I still think he's, he's, he's got value as, as a wide receiver. I still think that he can get down. I still think he can, you know, catch a ball and do, you know, be Chad Johnson like. I don't know that he'll ever be the Chad Johnson, you know, from, you know, three years ago where he was all everything. But I do think that he can still be Chad Johnson like. And, and I think that has, that has some value to some team. Now, whether or not that's this year or if that ever comes, I, time will only tell. I, I have no idea. But I know that, you know, that Miami thing, those antics, I mean, he brought partly on himself, um, which, which is awful. And then of course they're playing Carolina who, you know, they've got one of the most exciting players in the NFL with, uh, Cam Newton and, and all the running backs they have and, and Steve Smith. I mean, I think, I think Carolina is a team to, to watch this year, uh, assuming that the defense can continue to do what they do and the offense can continue to, to put on, put on points and, and that, that Cam can save himself and not have to run as much uh, that everybody else can be, uh, you know, fill in that because I think is in the NFL, obviously you can't be that much of a running quarterback and not get dinged and popped and, and hurt. And so hopefully, hopefully they get together. Jacksonville, New Orleans, New Orleans got a whole heap and who knows what's going on with that. Unfortunately in Jacksonville, you know, Jacksonville's got that, that, you know, MJD holdout, which I think they, they, they need him desperately. I don't know where they're at in negotiations, but they definitely, definitely need him. Um, and I need him for fantasy. I'd love to be, I'd love to draft him, but you know, I, Jacksonville, I can't draft him if you guys are not on the same page in terms of contracts. So Jacksonville, get it together. Cause I'd like to have him on my fantasy team. So get it together. Uh, and then tonight, Oakland's at Arizona, which man, my, uh, our poor Cardinals, you know, our poor Cardinals. I mean, Kevin Kyle, they spent a lot of money on him. Now they're talking about, that Skelton's going to get the start tonight, and and man, I I <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we got we got some we got some people that we're really excited about. We got Jefferson, and I think it's what Jefferson and Peterson, which are guys we really were excited about. I think we're pretty excited about Beanie Wells. I think he can go. Of course, Larry Fitzgerald's the man. But man, that that big question mark at quarterback is 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 tough. And I think it's causing a lot of people in Arizona quite the belly aches about that. So, and of course, Oakland is Oakland. So, anyway, we're gonna take another break. Uh, talk a little bit more about the NFL. Uh, talk a little bit about the Olympics. It finally wrapped up last weekend. Uh, and then maybe we get into a little bit of entertainment and find out what's going on out there. So, we'll be back. Darnell Audrey, Voice America, OTS. flagship station for sports voice america sports are you looking for the ultimate trail to hike maybe you're looking to do the ultimate backpacking adventure 
Whether you're a day hiker or an all-out backpacker, be sure to tune in to Backpacking America's Trails with host Rob Maureen. We'll explore some of the most fascinating places on Earth. In addition, we'll talk about backpacking gear, including reviews, safety tips, and more. Our experts will share recipes, destinations, and skills to make backpacking the most enjoyable experience for you. Listen every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you want to talk about the East Coast sports scene, particularly from the Southeast, make sure you tune in to the Jeff Owen Show every Tuesday. Yeah, we'll talk about some of the other teams and news that's out there, but host Jeff Owens and co-host Tasha Humphrey know the inside and out of the Georgia College sports world, and they were born there, raised there, and still live the scene. We'll talk about every sport imaginable. Tune in on Tuesday at 7 p.m. East Coast time, 4 p.m. in the West, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. And we're back. And, uh, you know, there's a couple teams I actually didn't get a chance to uh, to talk about uh, that played Thursday, and I didn't realize because I didn't get a chance to really see the game. That I didn't see, I didn't realize that uh, Cleveland put a thumping on the Packers. Uh, not good, not good. But uh, you know, Cleveland, it's I mean, poor JD can't stand Cleveland. He he hates he hates Cleveland with a passion. I you know I I just feel like unfortunately they just haven't had anything to cheer about in a long long time. And unfortunately, that's just that's rough. That's really rough. Uh, Green Bay, of course, they, you know, their storyline is, you know, 15 and 1. I mean, what, what do they got next? You know, uh, AR, who, you know, put up 5,000 yards last year, which I also like to draft him in my fantasy league. Uh, you know, 5,000 yards. I mean, what, what kind of repeat season, season is going to have? I mean, who, who knows? That's, that's, that's going to be exciting to watch. And I know there's Packer fans all over the country and all over the world that want to see that. That's for sure. Um, you know, another storyline for Packers, I guess Jennings is coming back from a concussion, which he suffered. Um, I don't know if it was first preseason or whatever. Um, but he's coming back. You know, Cincinnati, um, uh, Andy Dalton, uh, I like AJ Green. Uh, they've got they've got quite the little matchup there, quite the little pairing. But I don't know who they, who they've got going to be running the backfield for them. And you know their defense has always been pretty good. So who knows? Who knows what Cincinnati's got this year? Uh, Atlanta, as always, has you know good solid team. Uh, I don't I. I I'm not sure they're ready to take that next step. I'd love to see them take that next step, but who who knows? Who knows? I'm 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 a fan. I've 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 been a, I've been a closet Atlanta fan for a long time. I guess since the since the Dirty Bird came out, and uh, I've been a fan. So hopefully hopefully they get it together. Not to mention I had uh, Ryan and uh, the Bernard Turner on my on my fantasy leagues for the last couple of years as well. So hopefully they get it together down there. And of course my sister loves 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 Julio Jones. So if I can get him this year, I'm definitely gonna get him just because she wants him. <laughs> so. 
that's gonna happen. That's for sure. That is going to happen. Uh, so that was on Thursday, and then I guess Saturdays. I mean, it's just it's just exciting times. I I I don't know any other words to say. It's just exciting times. I'm happy football's back. I'm happy that now this year they're gonna have a full season to be able to do. You know, all the, the, the off-season training, all the camp work, all the preseason games. I mean, so this year there'll be no, no, well, you know, everybody's been, you know, dinged and there was a shortened season and blah, blah, blah. I mean, this year everybody's, everybody should be on the same page. Everybody should have went through a full, you know, off-season, full preseason. So hopefully this year we'll get a chance to see some more, uh, We'll see some really, really good quality football uh, headlines uh, around the NFL. Uh, Chiefs signed Dwayne Bowe to a franchise tender. Um, uh, nose tackle Hampton and uh, I think Rashid, no, Rashard Mendenhall. Rashard Mendenhall uh, are getting close to getting back. Uh, I guess Mendenhall had his uh, had surgery. Uh, I think also uh, Hampton also had surgery with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, let me see this computer's acting up. Um, what else? Uh, looks like Brian Urlacher and Jenny McCarthy broke up. Oh no. As I said, uh, Jenny, uh, Jennings is returning back from a, a concussion. Uh, Jordan Shipley, uh, he got, got waived after he got damaged, injured. Um, Chiefs offensive tackle Willis retires, uh, from the NFL. Uh, quarterback, uh, Bills quarterback Young's lawyer says loan is dispute. Uh, I don't know what that is. Uh, Texans, they sign, uh, left tackle Brown to a new contract. So things, things are happening. Things are on and popping. Some quick scores. Uh, Tennessee and Tampa Bay so tied up at seven. Uh, Buffalo, Minnesota, Minnesota's up by seven. Uh, Detroit at Baltimore, Baltimore's up by three. Miami at Carolina, Carolina's up by 10, Jacksonville at New Orleans, Jacksonville 7, New Orleans 3, and of course the Oakland Raiders game, uh, Oakland-Arizona game is tonight. Uh, some interesting news I think is, and I didn't even realize it, that uh, Jeff Demps, uh, who actually played wide receiver, or well, he played running back in University of Florida, actually ran on the Olympic team. Uh, as a matter of fact, he, he passed on, on going to the camps, uh, to, to be able to run in the Olympics. And he actually ran in the four by one and he was on the, uh, the, uh, silver metal team, civil, silver metal team. So, which I thought was kind of cool and everybody's all pumped up and excited. And it looks like, of course, this is not surprising at all that, uh, New England Patriots are uh, close to, they're probably going to sign him or they actually did sign him. So interesting, interesting stuff. Uh, ex Bears defensive tackle Steve McMichaels, which I think is this is interesting. He of the 85 Bears, he is running for mayor in Romeoville, Illinois. Um, <laughs> I have no idea, um, what that's about, but you know, good luck to him for that. That's for sure. Uh, and there's another bit of news that I thought was interesting is that. NFL says after four straight years of declining attendance, season ticket sales are up this season. So I think that's a great sign. I think that's a sign that people are starting to come back and try to uh, uh, 
fall back in love with the NFL. I think last year people had had it with the holdouts and had it with, you know, rich, you know, with millionaires, uh, you know, suing billionaires and, you know, all that kind of messed us up a little bit in terms of the reputation. But I think, uh, I think, I think this year it's, it's a, it's a good boost. It's a good, uh, response that now, you know, season tickets have not declined, that they are actually on the rise and, and people are coming back. And I think that's, it's even, even better that this is a great year for them to come back because I think there's a lot, like, as I said earlier, tons and tons of great storylines, I think, are, it's, it, it, this is going to be just an exciting season. That's for sure. Um, Quick NBA note, uh, Derek Rose says he's three to four weeks ahead of ACL rehab schedule, which is great for the Bulls. Uh, I think again, and I think JD would agree with me that, you know, Rose is in that game in the playoffs and, you know, the Bulls are in it. I mean, the, the Bulls are given the heat a uh, run for their money. That's for sure. Cause uh, Rose is that kind of guy. Um, he can definitely. Put the team on the shoulders and, 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 and take over a game. So I think it's a different season if, if he's there. Of course he's not. You know, LeBron gets his first ring. And, you know, I, I was watching, uh, ESPN and reading a little bit, uh, cause I can kind of read, but not really read, but kind of. Uh, and I was reading about how, uh, you know, as we all know that LeBron James had all this weight on his shoulders, you know, this big, huge thing that, you know, everybody was tired of, you know, calling, you know, King James and saying he's the best, you know, best athlete out there and, you know, expecting big things from him and blah, 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 blah. And they were just got to the point where like, all right, now let's prove it. All right. We're sick of this. We get it. We get you got all the attributes for it. We get that you are, um, gifted. We get that you are, you know, you, you've got it all. I mean, someone on ESPN, uh, actually said he was made from the computer. You know, actually, the you know, bigger, faster, stronger than anybody else out there, and so now everybody was like, "Okay, we're we're sick of it. Let's see the let's see the championship." So he got it, which I think is a great relief. On top of that, he then follows that up and goes to the Olympics and wins a gold there. And you know, I think I think it's I think it's time that this year he settles into being the the player that he is. Uh, I think hopefully he he shakes. Uh, some of his demons, I think there's still a couple of demons in there. I think every athlete will always have some kind of demons in their head. They'll always have some kind of um, inner battle that they have with their game, with their personality, with their family, whatever. They all, they always got something. Uh, but I think what was interesting this week that came out that I think uh, the the coach for Syracuse came out and said, yeah, I think you know he is as good as uh, Michael Jordan. Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I I I I have a hard time wrapping my mind around the concept. Uh, I don't have a hard time wrapping my mind around the physicals, right? I mean, of course, I think LeBron is bigger. I think LeBron is obviously um, he's bigger. Uh, I think he's maybe a little faster. Uh, definitely more physical. Um, I think he's definitely stronger. Uh, but I think that. You know, in a one-on-one game, I think Jordan at his best, LeBron at his best. I think Jordan, Jordan dominates. I think Jordan's just got that, you know, his demons, Jordan's demons were about never wanting to lose. And his demons were so big that, you know, he himself and, you know, with the supporting cast, I mean, he, he single-handedly made Scotty, you know, put Scotty Pippen in the Hall of Fame. You know, I mean, single-handedly with, 
with him being the kind of player that he is and the support that uh, Scotty gave him and, and vice versa. I think, you know, anytime that you can be on somebody else's team and then you then become a Hall of Famer says a lot about that guy. You know, it says a lot about the man. And I think that, uh, you know, Michael Jordan uh, is the best ever. Uh, in my head, I think LeBron obviously I think is physically more gifted and has more more attributes, but I think that that Jordan just had the mental thing he 's got the mental thing, and I think it took him a long time to to develop that but but he 's got it i mean he definitely has it there 's no no one would ever doubt jordan 's uh killer instincts his nasty uh and, and there 's a lot of players around the league that would say he talked more trash and got more people 's kitchens than than uh than anybody so i I think it's it's crazy. I think anybody that you put in that in that conversation, you maybe put Kobe in there, but you know, because Kobe's got that nasty, Kobe's got the physical attributes that that Jordan had. But uh, I just don't think that uh, Kobe's ready. I don't think that not Kobe. I don't think that LeBron is ready to be in that conversation with being as good as Michael Jordan. And I think that uh, the coach was. I think it's. Uh, Syracuse coach that actually came out and said it. He was part of the Olympic thing, and I think it was he got wrapped up in the feeling good about the Olympics and winning gold and got really close. And I think LeBron's a you know he's a fun guy, he's a nice guy, he's a lot of people that like him. So I think he fell into that. Uh, but yeah, let's 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 not get crazy. Let's 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 just let's pump our brakes on that. Let's give LeBron his his time to to embrace and soak up being. You know, the MVP of the NBA or, yeah, MVP of, you know, the championship game and winning the championship and then winning his gold and being an MVP at the Olympics. So let's let him give that first. And then we'll see if he can continue these kind, this, this intensity, uh, next year. All right. So we're going to take another break, uh, talk a little bit more about the Olympics, the results and all that stuff and touch on a little bit of entertainment stuff, what's coming out in the movie theater and, uh, uh, what's interesting and what's not. So we'll be back. Bernal Autry, Voice America. We'll be back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. (laughs) 
You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. And we're back. And you know, I forgot to, I forgot to thank my girl Helen uh, for her intro. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if the girl's name's Helen, but it sounds right. It sounds right. And it feels right. It feels right. Uh, back to a little bit more of the Olympic stuff. Uh, we just got done talking about uh, LeBron James and his run. Uh, U.S. wins gold. Uh, U.S. wins uh, gold. The, the overall medal count. Uh, I don't know if anybody else saw the closing um, ceremonies of the Olympics, but I I saw it and I watched it and uh, I was a bit confused. I was a bit confused. wasn't quite sure um, about all the all the stuff that was going on, uh, but I was I was thoroughly amazed at the magnitude, at the size. I mean, you got I mean you've got a stadium and a field big enough to have trucks and cars and 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 things going around in circles, and you can you know build a mini uh, Big Ben in the stadium. I mean, I, I, that the, the scale I thought was really really impressive. Uh, not, not quite sure about all the, the acts that were going on. I think they had One Direction and then, uh, some old school bands on there. And I, you know, I, I get it. I get what, what they were trying to do, but I, I, I think me and my sis watched it and we're kind of like, I don't know. Um, yeah. So I was impressed with the magnitude for sure, for sure. Uh, Grant asked me to, he asked me, so what was my most, uh, my favorite moments of this year's Olympics? And I have to say that I I love 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 track and field. I think it's uh, it's just it's a it's a it's a great sport. And I ran in high school. I loved all the different events. I loved uh, just being around it. I thought it was great. Uh, so my my favorite moments were were all the track and field stuff that I got a chance to see. Um, there, there's just something about all the sprinting exercise, all the sprinting events that just make me just go ooh every time. I don't know what it is. It just the speed. It's the it's the when they slow it down and and that the thigh muscles jiggling and 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 the 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 muscles. I mean the facial expressions and. And when they show it real time, real speed, and then they actually have that camera that tracks them, that runs alongside them, it just it it gives me goosebumps. I'm just like in awe, and, and it's and it's not just the guys; it's the women too. I'm just like, wow, look at her. The, these girls are fast. I mean, just lightning fast. And I, and I was, I'm just so impressed. I always am, always will be. It'll always be one of my favorite things to watch in the Olympics. Um, I, that 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 whole thing was the most memorable. And again, if I could figure out what was live and what was taped and in the news I heard that who won what and then this person won and then did I see it or did I not see it and then I'm, is this a replay that I'm watching? I mean, I, I couldn't figure it out. I really I really struggled this year to figure out whether or not I was watching a live event or whether or not I was watching a taped event and did I already know who was going to win or did I not know and, and what heats we were in. I mean, it was just, for me this year, I, I, I didn't follow it close enough, I guess, uh, to know whether or not it was live or not live. So 
but love love track and field. I think you know again, Saint Bold is just he's just nuts. It's just it's incredible. Uh, you know the drama in the in the swim pool was always the drama. I mean, anytime Michael Phelps, you know, the most decorated Olympian of all time, you know, anything he did, it was you know definitely noteworthy and it's great. And I loved seeing stories about uh, Gabby, who you know the the little limp, uh, the little gymnast. She you know goes out. First Olympics, you know, wins gold and, and all that. I think that was just, that's exciting stuff. I mean, it's really great for our young folks and all the, the young gal swimmers, uh, would think the girl's name is Misty or, uh, you know, uh, or Melissa, Melissa, I don't know. One of the names, either way, it's always exciting for me that, that these kids are now on the world's biggest stage, uh, and it doesn't get any bigger and, and, and they're out there just, putting their best foot forward and, and really shining. And I think it's really, really great. And for all the athletes that finished fourth and fifth, you know, they, they right now are all they're thinking about is Rio. All they're thinking about is training for the next four years to get to, to Rio. And I think that's, I mean, it's a four-year commitment. That's that's incredible. Four years just to focus on, and I'm going to get back there. I'm going to win an Olympic gold. And that's a long time. That's a long time to prepare. That's a long time to have your heart in the right place. It's a long time to focus. It's a long time to train. And so you really felt for for folks that, you know, that trained all this time and get to there and then, you know, false start or get there and fall down and or get there and, and, and not perform and step up the way that they want to. And so I can only imagine the devastation and the heartbreak um, that that they go through because it's, it's a four-year commitment. You committed to this and then you get out there and you don't really shine. You don't do what you need to do on top of you're four years older, on top of, you know, there's the next next batch of young talent that want to come out and prove themselves and shine on the on the world stage. And it's got it's got to be extremely tough, extremely tough. So uh, I take my hats off to him. Uh, Grant asked me uh, what sport would be eliminated, eliminated and what sport would I add? Oh, man. Uh, again. I think that uh, the Olympics gives so many different types of athletes uh, a forum. That gives them so many, so many different types of athletes a, a stage, and and uh, that I, I think that's what makes the Olympics great. On top of the fact that it's international, but on top of, I mean, it's international, but it's also it gives people around the world to see new sports and see uh, uh, you know different countries and their talent levels and things. You know, ping pong and and and. Uh, BMX and and speed walking and rowing and I mean and the, the list of sports go on and on and on. So I, I just have to say that this year I was really really thoroughly confused with handball. It, it I don't know what it was. It just confused me. I'm like I don't get it. I had never heard of it and now I'm watching it and all of a sudden it's a big sport and everybody in Europe is playing it and it's the cool thing to do and, and I okay. All right, whatever. I I just, I just sat there. I'm like, wow, what is the what, what am I looking at? It just it blew my mind. I couldn't really wrap my head around it. So if I had to eliminate a sport, it probably would be that only because in the world of Darnell, my little head couldn't wrap my head around like what was going down. Uh another sport that I kind of and again, I don't know if it's just, you know, I didn't grow up with it or whatever, but you know, men's volleyball uh, I know I get men's beach volleyball, I get women's volleyball, I get women's beach volleyball, but it's really sometimes, you know, the men's volleyball on the court, team volleyball, is just, you know, 
my high school didn't get it till I was a senior in high school. And it was like, wow, that's just really strange to see, you know, dudes in knee pads and, you know, spiking balls and things like that. It just, it just, it was tough for me to wrap my mind around then. Uh, and again, I, I, I'm not saying anything about the athletes. I think they're amazing athletes. They're big guys. I, I didn't realize that they're seven foot two and, you know, they're really tall volleyball guys. I think that's, that's cool. But I just, I, you know, again, volleyball for me when I was growing up was always about for the girls. So it's, uh, Tough to wrap my mind. What sport would I add? Uh, you know what I would add? I'd add uh, ultimate fighting. I really would. I would add it. Uh, of course, I would put something. Uh, it had to be some kind of rules to kind of uh, uh, make it a little cleaner kind of thing. But I would definitely add maybe some UFC stuff to see some countries get knocked out. I think that, <laughs> I think that'd be kind of exciting. I think that'd be really really exciting. Uh, but I do, I do love all the sports and I think it's, uh, it's just an exciting forum and, and, and it's, it's great. As I mentioned before, uh, next Olympics is in Rio. I'd love to go to Rio to see that. That would be, that'd be awesome. Absolutely awesome. What I would not be doing is I would not be going to the Winter Olympics in Russia in 2014 because all I think about is frozen tundra. <laughs> I just think it's going to be just, Absolutely, positively frozen. I mean, it's going to be freezing. Russia, 2014, Olympics, winter? Nah. I'm good. I'm good with that. But Rio, I have to definitely have my people look into that because that sounds exciting. Uh, quick entertainment stuff, uh, movies that I've seen recently. I did see Dark Knight Rises. I like that. I didn't see Bourne uh, Legacy. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to see the, can- uh, the campaign. Uh, number one, Born Legacy, number two, Campaign, number three, Dark Knight Rises. Um, I do want to see the, uh, like I said, I want to see the campaign. Coming up next would be the, uh, coming out soon within the, it opens this week is Expendables 2. Uh, I saw Expendables 1. I thought it was highly entertaining. Uh, I'll probably watch Expendables 2 because I think it's, it's kind of neat to see the old guys, you know, Chuck Norris and all my, my childhood, uh, Action heroes all on one on one stage. I think that's that'd be awesome. Uh, the Odd Life of the Timothy Green. Mm, not sure. Get it? Not sure. Um, uh, it's not my kind of movie. Uh, but uh, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. It. Uh, and then Hit and Run. I don't know. Uh, I, I kind of feel like mm, the jury's a little bit out on that. Um, so hopefully. Uh, hopefully the, the, the campaign is as funny as, as it seems like it's going to be. So hopefully I'll, I'll check that out this weekend and I'll give you guys the, uh, the 411 on it, uh, hopefully next weekend. Uh, I want to thank everyone for joining me again, uh, for another episode. I appreciate it. Um, I have nothing but love and respect and thank you, thank you, thank you all very much for the support. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, JD will hopefully be in the studio. Uh, we'll be back next week. Darnell Autry, Voice America OTS. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry can be heard live every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Come back next week for another exciting show. We'll